Hey guys, it's Leah Moore from Not Your Mama's MLM Podcast. Welcome back. And today I want to talk to you about publishing. Yes, I know we've talked about this before. Uh, it's something that is is absolutely crucial in your business, whether you're a brick and mortar, whether you're an, an e-commerce, whether you're an MLM, but for us specifically an MLM, publishing is your is going to be the new lifeblood. Let me just put it that way. If you're not publishing, you are definitely being detrimental to your business. Now, the great thing about publishing is, is it serves everybody at everyone's level of strength. There is nothing you can do wrong in publishing except for not doing it. That's it, guys. That's the only thing you can do wrong when it comes to publishing. The great thing is, is when you publish, it means a lot of different things. And I want to go through the three main ways of publishing and then talk about some of the benefits, the pros and the cons of each of those with you guys today, and then help you to decide what's going to be best for you when it comes to publishing. So the three major platforms for publishing are going to be an audio format, they're going to be a video format, and they're going to be a written format. Now the beauty of it is that if you start with one, you can do all three. But let's talk about blogging, because blogging has been something that's been around for a very, very long time, and that is a written form of publishing. So A lot of people create blogs for an SEO purpose, for search engine optimization. So search engine allows people to look for things that they are, you know, on Google. They can go to Google and and search essential oils and they can find different articles on essential oils. And then hopefully if you've monetized your blog and you have that search engine optimization in there, somebody's going to go and buy through your link. This is something that's been done for a very, very, very long time. So blogging is a beautiful way to create that. And then there's ways to, to, you know, further that information in your blogging and how you promote your blog that are also going to, uh, you know, heighten your ability to reach individuals. But when it really boils down to it, guys, if you're, you're kind of a shy person, you're an introvert, you're somebody who thinks about things more than you are somebody who um, maybe just speaks their mind or is very comfortable speaking to people in public or even on the phone, then blogging is an amazing opportunity for you to develop your voice. Now, the really great thing about any of these platforms, guys, is that you can be so bad before you get good. And it's awesome because when people go back and they look later on at your blog, they're going to see, oh, wow, she wasn't a really great writer. But as she continued on, she got better. She got better. She got better. And things started to really roll for her and things are, are more creative. And oh, she's able to do this. Now, guys, I can say that from experience experience because with my wedding design business, I did have a blog and I blogged for three years. And there was a period of time where I did a challenge for myself where I actually did during the Chris, I think I did the 12 days of Christmas. I did an entire series where I had to blog multiple times a day. I also had a couple other times where I actually forced myself to to publish, essentially blog a couple times a day. And it became a lot easier the more frequently I did it. And so just even knowing that, you know, the first 20 of your blogs are going to be crap, total crap. And it won't be until about number 40 or so, 41, 42, that you're really going to start to get more comfortable with your own voice and how you say things. And things will start to kind of gel together into common sense already. But the faster you get there, you know, commit yourself to 100 bad blogs, you know, hashtag 100 bad blogs. Commit to doing that and then 
ultimately in that time, your voice is going to be developed and as is everything else in your life. Um, and in your your business as you begin to, and a lot of people have a, a challenge of of what to talk about. We'll talk about what to talk about in another blog here uh, or another podcast here because I'm not blogging, <laughs> but we'll talk about that on another podcast. So let's go on to number two, guys. Number two would be podcasting, which is what I'm doing right now. And podcasting is a beautiful way that if you are comfortable talking about things uh, to actually use your voice, it's a great way to be able to. Share share um, what you're doing with other people and to be able to actually have people hear you. The beautiful thing about a blog or a podcasting as well is that it, it gives you the ability to speak your mind without having to also entertain the camera if you're doing a video or to have to get all of the thoughts out of your head and onto paper when you're doing a blog. That was always one of my biggest challenges when it came to blogging is that I was really good at coming up with ideas. I was really good at, at how to make things, you know, I had the thoughts there. But the problem was I couldn't get the things out of my brain fast enough. My fingers just never moved fast enough on the typewriter to be able to actually write my thoughts. But to actually speak my thoughts was always a lot easier. So when podcasting was uh, something that was introduced to me, something I was familiar with because I had been listening listening to podcasts, but I never, ever, ever, ever thought, and I, honestly, guys, you could have asked me years ago, I never thought that I would actually have a podcast and that I'd be sitting here right now in front of you guys, <laughs> looking out my window and sharing my thoughts with you via voice. But what I found for myself, and I'm sure this holds true for many of you guys, if you're listening to this or if you started a podcast, is that it can be a challenge to be on video. Now, I personally don't have a lot of issues being on video. Um, one of my, my, my degree from college is in uh, visual arts, essentially. I'm a performing arts. And so being on stage and being in front of people has never been something that I've been afraid of. I mean, I've been for performing in front of people since I was five years old, as I told you guys before. And, you know, my very first performance, I had people laughing at me. So um, I'm very used to, I'm very comfortable getting up in front of complete and uh, complete strangers and delivering a message. But what made doing this, this podcast and starting this podcast different than actually just going out and doing it as live videos or YouTube videos or IGTV, any of those things, what made it different was the fact that I had things that were a little bit more personal to me and I had some things that really go against the grain of what's being taught in the industry. And these were thoughts that I was still developing. And I still am developing these because they're continually changing. They're continually evolving because my mindset around things is continually evolving, but they're not mainstream. And I, while I'm very comfortable sharing and getting up in front of people and doing my thing, I also have this, I call situational introvert portion of me where I don't want to be wrong. I don't want people to judge me based on my opinions because they're my opinions and I'm a very opinionated kind of individual. But at the same time, like I don't, I haven't had the success in my businesses that I want because I haven't been able to create the duplication with my team that they need. And it wasn't until I came across sales funnels and I came across, you know, the team that I'm working with right now that I really, that it wasn't necessarily me who was failing them, but it was the industry in general that's failing them because we're using 1980s sales strategies. 
Um, and less than less than that, really, because we're not even using sales strategies. We're using share tech, share techniques, right? So I had to get comfortable with those thoughts. I had to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. I had to get uncomfortable for the first time in my life, actually, with being uncomfortable because it's not something that I've ever really been uncomfortable with. But I had to get uncomfortable with the idea of sharing this message and being very vocal about it. And not really caring if somebody liked it or not. Becoming very polarizing and and knowing that my message is going to rub people wrong because they don't think that anybody who doesn't have the same level of success that they do when they've done it the old school way should be talking about doing it any other way than the way that they've done it. And to be honest, the good girl in me has a really hard time, you know, wanting to stand out of the crowd and be like, oh, well, your sales techniques suck and there's a better way to do it because I don't want to do it your way and I'm going to show you another way of doing it. Um, so <laughs> that's me being blatantly honest with you guys. So you know, one of the, the best things about being in the podcast, it gives you that little, 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 little bit of anonymity so you can kind of hide behind your podcast. If you don't have your face plastered all over it and you don't have your name plastered all over it, if you do that, then of course you can't have that anonymity. But it gives you that little bit of freedom. I think that you miss sometimes um, – and this is, you know, it's kind of one of the things that we talk about with social media. People can say things because they can hide behind social media. Well, you can hide behind your podcast and be able to say and speak your truth. And then once you've really started to develop your voice, then ultimately the goal is to get into video. So let's talk about video, guys. In video, there's two major things that you're worried about. Your messaging, what you're saying, but then also the visuals of it. So not, I mean, I don't know how many times I've been on YouTube and how many times I've been on, uh, you know, a Facebook Live or an Instagram Live or Instagram TV. And the person who's on there is just literally the, the most boring person on the face of the planet. It's like going into Charlie Brown's classroom. Wah, 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 wah. I'm like, they just look like talking heads. And that's not the point of video. Video is supposed to be engaging. Video is supposed to capture your eye. So when you're just sitting there and you're a talking head, are you really delivering a message that needs to be done via video? No, you don't. You absolutely should not be doing video unless you get comfortable. Now, granted, getting comfortable on video does require you to suck at video to get better at video, just like podcasting required you to suck to get good at podcasting. But the point here that I'm getting at, guys, is that it's, it just takes a little bit more work to actually do quality videos that are going to entertain people, that are going to capture people and really make people want to be a part of whatever, to be entertained long enough to watch it. I mean, how many times have you been on a live or have you jumped on a live and you've, you've looked at it for a couple minutes and you're like, man, this person's kind of boring. But then you jump on another one and you're like, wow, this person's really entertaining. I have no idea what they're talking about, but it doesn't cool. It doesn't matter. <laughs> they're so cool. Like I'm enjoying watching them. So it, it's just as important to be entertaining as it is how you deliver your message. So creating your message is publishing in general, right? That's the point of publishing. It's to de develop your message. And your message isn't developed overnight. Your, de your message is developed. It's not, it's, you know, like the city of Rome. It wasn't built in one day. Your message develops over time. And the more you share your thoughts, the more you share your opinions, the more you share your message, the easier and the stronger that those connections make. And so then you begin to see what resonates with other people. You begin to see where they are, you know, 
really attaching to your message. And then you're able to take those little pieces and continue to to pile them up together so that when you go to do a larger message, they are much stronger. They are, they are already been formulated. They've been tested. They've been put through the fire. And that, when you get to that point is when you really are going to excel, especially in video. And the really great thing about video is that video can cover all of the rest of the ways of publishing. So if you, once you get to the, the, the stage of video and you are capturing an audience and you are captivating in your delivery, in other words, you're entertaining visually as well as with your voice, then you are able to rip the audio from that and you're able to create podcasts. So it's a little weird sometimes when you're listening to a podcast and they refer to something that they're, they're you know, on the wall or on the board because they're doing that. What they've done is they've ripped that audio from an actual video podcast. But then the great thing is, is you can take that, that audio and you can rip that down into a trans, transcription. You can have it transcribed and actually then create blogs on top of that. And that's actually the strategy that we use with our team. Now, not everybody's at the same level. Some of my girls are much more comfortable. Um, some of our team members are definitely more comfortable writing things, and that's great. They can write things, and every single day they're publishing something new. And every single day you can publish those on different platforms. It doesn't just mean having a blog. You know, it could also mean publishing on a daily basis in terms of you know being in in social media. The great thing about it, though, and one of the best things to do is really to create the blog so that that content lives forever, whereas we know it continually gets scooted over and scooched over when it comes to, um, you know, social media. There's so much that's being published on social media, it doesn't live forever, but it can live forever in your blog, and then you can continually share that out. Some of our girls are great with audios and they're very comfortable sharing stuff and, and are entertaining. And then other ones, they need that visual. You know, more of the things that they want to talk about have a visual aspect to it. They're sharing tutorials on how to use products. They're sharing tutorials on how to do things in the business that, that need that visual aspect of it. And so that's the beautiful thing. We can actually create that and then boil those all down all the way down. So guys, those are your three publishing platforms. Those are your three main sources. And the what you're really doing is you're just creating your safety net because people are going to find you via your sources all the time. You know, those are going to be out there forever. And those can easily be free traffic that lead right back into your website, um, that lead people to gaining more information about you and lead them right to directly to one of your sales funnels. So as you guys know, um, I've been sharing with you guys and have continued to share with you guys is the, the one funnel away challenge, which is where a lot of this content comes from guys. A lot of this stuff is covered. And then what we've done is we've translated this into the MLM world. Whereas a lot of the information that you get in the one funnel away challenge, while it is superior marketing strategy, online sales and marketing. It is direct response marketing. It is fantastic. It doesn't necessarily translate one-to-one in the MLM space when you're coming from the old form of thinking in MLM. So what we have done is we've created a challenge support group. We've created um, support networks to actually help those that want to start building their business, that know that they need to adapt to the 21st century and they need to actually build a business that 
does the auto recruiting for them, that does the auto, you know, all of the auto things that we're able to create and, and to do that in a way to deliver their message. So their, their only responsibility, guys, and this is really the big thing about doing sales, about doing automation, about creating sales funnels for your business is that your only responsibility then after you've created the funnels that walk people through hand by, you know, hand in hand, they walk them through all the things they need to know about whether they want to purchase your product or whether they want to become a part of your team, is that your only responsibility then is to help them like you, to become the attractive character for your business. And you become the attractive character in publishing. One of the biggest things that you do in publishing is you share your stories. You share what makes you unique no one else has your stories. No one else has your experiences. No one else has your, your way of thinking, your understanding. And this is the one thing that sets every single MLMler out there different from everybody else that's out there. They're no longer competing in the mainstream market for their MLM if they choose to publish, if they choose to address the things that they can address and not worry about the things that they can't worry about or they can't change like what their offer is. So I highly encourage all of you guys to be publishing. And if you guys have any questions, because I know some of that kind of jumped around today, I hope you guys followed me a little bit. I know I kind of kind of went all over the place, but you know, I really encourage you guys to pick a platform and just dedicate yourself to publishing. Share your journey, share what you're doing, share what's working for you, share your failures, because that makes you relatable. Share what's not working for you, um, you know, and, and, and just, be relatable to other people. And the biggest way to be relatable is just to share what, what's happening. Um, you don't have to have all the answers. You just have to be the person who's willing to take the step forward and you know chop with your machete through the jungle in order to get to the other side. As long as there's one person, other people will join in behind you because they want to get through the jungle as well. It's just they don't know how. And so if you forge the path, other people will follow you. And that's what we're here for. That's what I'm doing with this podcast. It's what I'm doing. I'm not encouraging, you know, I'm not here to pitch my 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 MLM to anybody. In fact, it's really hard when I'm thinking about this. I always try to make sure I stay away from speaking about my MLM specifically because I don't want you guys to think about this as a pitch fest. This isn't. This is not a pitch fest. This is the ability for me to share with you what we're doing, what's working for us, what's not working for us, and how we're changing the industry and how we do business in our MLM from the ground floor up. So some of these things aren't in place yet. Some of these things are still being in development. It's just I've seen the successes from other people, and I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that as soon as these things are in place for us, that we will also be in the same place. So guys, that's what we got for you today. I hope you guys enjoyed that um, the next One Funnel Away Challenge is on the horizon. So if you guys are interested in being a part of the next One Funnel Away Challenge for MLMers, I have a sign-up ready to go for you guys. You can get on the waiting list at liamore.com forward slash MLM dash uh, – oh, sorry. Just, let's try that again. Uh, LeahMoore.com forward slash MLM dash OFA dash challenge. You guys can get on the waiting list for the next one, which will be coming up in the next few weeks. And I can't wait to talk to you guys soon. Mwah! Have a good one.